Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The thing is, Carol, I know that even though we use the term Dwarfism Awareness Month, you, you don't even like the word. Good morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Um, I just want to firstly say congratulations to your podcast. Um, I've been listening to some of the amazing stories on it. Thanks. So gigantic congrats for that. Um, yes, personally, I'm not a fan of the word um, Dwarf. Um, at all and I know some people use it even sports organizations within the people community use it I suppose for me personally um, I just feel it's it's a very outdated word and I had that with you that it makes me feel like I stepped out of the cartoon Snow White in the Seventh yeah. Door yeah. Um, and I think the longer that it will continue to be used that will be people's perception of people born with restricted growth. And I feel that's only a tiny piece of who we are. And we're, we're so much more than our height, you know. But um, I suppose there's different opinions. Now, I do use the word dwarfism and um, because I suppose it's, it's easier to explain to someone and it's the term that all our conditions are yeah. bracketed under. Yeah, does medicine still use it, Carol? Um, they would. They would, Like, if you had a child born with restricted growth, um, they, they might use the term dwarfism. They wouldn't personally use the word dwarf, but they would say she has dwarfism or he has dwarfism, you know? Um, now, I've never come across it in the medical field myself. Um, they used to use the term for me. She's a little small for her age, you know, yeah. which is, yeah, kind of more. It's polite, you know, it's... It's, and it's something that people yeah. understand. But you, you, know? you have a form uh, called, correct me if I get this wrong, pseudoachondroplasia, which means no one knew about your condition until you were, what, two, two and a half, three? Um, well, no. Um, in Ireland, per se, um, I only found out about my condition four or five years ago before I had the double hip replacement. I went researching because I was very anxious about it because I knew it would be a different procedure and yeah. the ordinary hip replacement. So I went Googling online and my doctors always had me on a term called spondomethacele dysplasia, um, which is not really known in the world of restricted growth. So it was an American lady was listening to me and she said from what I was telling her, um, her daughter had been considered to be pseudo, even though she is a different condition. Again, so it's very confusing, but... If I was born now, um, I suppose, yes, it comes out between the ages of two and four. Um, and I suppose a lot of parents recognize it. And their babies, you know, babies are very um, flexible and, you know, they be crawling. And, but with us, we moan a little. We are very stiff. So that's one detector, you know, that yeah. one minute we can crawl and the next we can't move. So... Yeah. Um, that's to do with the osteoarthritis that a lot of us are born with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But 
physically when we're born, we're the same height as average height baby. I was nearly 10 pound myself. Yeah. Um, I was a right little chubster um, up until I was the age of two. Um, my story was more complicated because I collapsed in my first appendix. Yeah. So um, the doctors were just examining me, but I suppose um, they are a lot more educated now because our bone structure, we have thick wrists, we have little hands, little feet, and um, so the features are becoming more distinct, yeah. you know, um, but our facial features are different to that of yeah. a chondroplasia, and we're built differently. Yeah. Um, a chondroplasias are very solid, they're they're fine and solid people. And there's, there's loads of different of different kinds you could spend oh. the morning talking about. But in yeah. terms of living the life that you do, Carol, and, you know, have you come across cruelty? You know, do people make comments, say things that they shouldn't? Are they cruel? And yes, yes. And I remember my doctor even saying to my mother as a child, kids can be very malicious. Adults can be very malicious. So I remember being a child and I always wished I can't wait to turn 18 because this will stop. Within the little people community, the ignorance, the arrogance, the pointing, staring comments, it, it never stops. And that's why we started doing Dwarfism Awareness Month to make people see that we are humans. You know, we have hearts, we have feelings and to hopefully educate us see for this month a little bit into my life and the struggles that we do go through on a daily basis and hope that you know there's a heart in their body and would feel that so the next time you go to take a picture or point or comment or laugh you will think that's a real mm. human being there you know um, and do you come across it carol in, in regular things like you know going into a shop going for a cup of coffee going for a chinese just walking I, you live up there on grana bar walking yeah. up and down the road do you come across Nastiness, or or you see, there's there's cur- there's the curiosity of children, yeah, which is yeah. normal, but there's nastiness which isn't. There is, yeah, like it, you know, um, it, it's horrible. I have personally come across it. I've come across it all my life, and I sheltered away from it a lot of my life. Um, like you said to me, I was very comfortable in my own skin. It took me a lot mentally to get to that position in my life because you know I sheltered in. I wanted. Um, socialize with people but you do and there's a difference between curiosity I love questions because I love being able to explain um, to people you know what's going on and kids kids, when they ask questions that's normal and they love learning but not every child and not every adult likes to learn they like to put you down um, Mm. and that's what I don't like Um, people can be quite rude now they are a million for every one ignorant people you meet out there you can meet 10 amazing people you know Mm. and so I don't want to put everyone in the one bracket but people can even like I could be in a queue for a coffee shop and they might not see me because counters are very high and people would skip over you as if you didn't exist Um, and that's kind of very embarrassing and it's frustrating as well like you know so um, I suppose we were born into a world that isn't built for us at all. So um, we come a lot across a lot of challenges. I myself, I'd even go into the shop, say the supermarket for a loaf of bread. And if I couldn't reach it, I'd walk back out. Because we tend to put those things up. You were the one, I've I've quoted this a couple of times on the programme 
over the last few weeks. You were the one who said to me, Carol, you know, PJ, you can live in a world built for me a lot yeah. easier than I can live in a world built for you. And that resonated with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose, as I said to you, we were born into a world that wasn't built for us. Everything's up high, you know, and as as much as the world is progressing, I find that it's becoming harder as opposed to easier. And we preach a lot of things as accessibility for all, equality for all. So it's easier for you to just maybe bend down a little or not even at all. But it's super hard for me to have to climb, to reach locks and toilets mm. out in the public. And to even if you go into the self-service castles, we can reach them to key in the groceries to scan. Um, so it's just stuff like that where, and then for me personally, on top of it, imagine if your body is crippled in arthritis. It's hard enough to be able to climb on a regular basis as you're getting older, but to have to do that to reach stuff, um, 24-7, it can be a nightmare. And I was very passionate about even the disabled parking in town because public transport is a difficulty for us. Um, I can't cycle a bike. Um, a lot of little people can, but I personally have no balance, so um, I wouldn't put me on a bike to save your life, you know? So, mm. and there's a lot of challenges, and, we, you know, I talk a lot about that, our car being our legs. Um, yeah. But it, it is so much easier, I suppose, for an average high person. Just imagine, I suppose, everything has three feet, and you're not bending down because you have long arms, and you're not climbing up because you can't reach it. Yeah. You, you, said, you said, like, even a simple thing, like, in in a supermarket, like a new Lidl or a new Super Value, to have one yeah. counter that's only three feet high. Just one um, counter. Yeah, and to be honest now, I, in some of the supermarkets, they have no counters that are, you know, they're putting them up higher. I went into another store now and I won't mention the name, and all the cash tills were all changed and they were like higher and smaller. And I was like, what is happening in the world for these architects and engineers? You know, do I need to go on public TV and have for <laughs> words with them? You know? so, so for the next couple of weeks and for the next month, Carol, if there's one thing you'd like us to learn about your world, what would it be? It is that no matter what, I cannot change my disability. Um, I can't make myself, I can't go into a doctor and say, I want to be six feet in the morning, you know. Mm. But everyone in this world can change their mindset and how they view people with restricted growth with any disability. So I would like people, instead of being fools or, you know, being the clown in the gang trying to be funny, Think before you speak, and maybe if you see a little person, smile and say hello, and we're very friendly, and we can talk for Ireland, or, you know, if you see any of them struggling, um, maybe offer help. What's the worst thing a person can say is no, um, but you would have done a good deed by offering to help them in the first place. So all people that have done them things in my life have changed it immensely and made me a better person because I'm reaching out more because I'm not so shied away from people, you know? Right. So, yeah, that that would be an amazing lesson, and that's what I'm trying to put out there okay. with Dwarfism Awareness. When is your second book out, or is it out, by the way? Um, it's not out yet, PJ. Um, I delayed it personally, um, because, number one, I wanted a big launch party, and we weren't allowed to have them. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that. And number two, um, I thought since the pandemic was kind of historic, it would be great to add a few 
chapters about uh, COVID. Uh, that's, and how that's, it that's thinking like that's thinking like a writer. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But, I will keep you posted. You have do, 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 do. Yeah. All right. Cheers, Carol, and take care. Thanks, Thanks DJ. Cheers, that's Carol Rice. I uh, just want to talk to her to mark dwarfism awareness month. If you want. Quartz 96 FM. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.